All right, all right. <laughs> oh, I'm trying not to laugh. All right, <clears throat> and I can't breathe. But yeah, it is uh, really, really late at night. It's uh, midnight, midnight 45. And I don't even know why I was even on the internet. I was watching Monk, you know, one of my favorite shows, one of my favorites. And I was, I was watching Monk. And, you know, just scrolling my phone. And I just happened upon a story about Liam Neeson. So, um, I am Romy Creek. And the title of this episode is Fuck Liam Neeson. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, um, (laughs) what up everybody? Uh, I'm Romy Creek. And uh, this is the uh, Between Paddles podcast. Um, this is the podcast. If you don't already know, this is the podcast I like to use um, in between doing Poor Paddle podcast, which you can find on all streaming platforms, anywhere you find podcasts, including Spotify. A lot of people are like, you on Spotify? Yes, man. We've done that podcast. The Poor Paddle podcast has existed for over a year. and People are just figuring out we're on Spotify. But yes, we're on Spotify. Um, and uh, I usually do the Poor Paddle podcast with my wife. But uh, she was pregnant. And it was hard for her to sit and uh, do the episodes. And then we had stuff happen. And then uh, we had a baby. Um, so the Poor Paddle podcast is on the... I'm sorry to say, but it's on the low end of our priority spectrum. Um, But uh, we do want to get back into that soon. And one time we did do an episode. We did a whole episode. And I was actually um, saying things that I'm... So I try to be a little politically correct and not say crazy stuff, as much crazy stuff as I want. And uh, we went in on um, R. Kelly. And some of the stuff I said may have been offensive to either victims or perpetrators of sexual assault. Um, and, uh, of course, I, you know, I'm always uh, erring on the side of, you know, the quote-unquote victim or the alleged victim. Um, it's just those specific victims, one of them, I was kind of questioning the validity of the story, but also um, saying that R. Kelly's a nasty bastard. So, anyway, I'm not going to get into that on this one. Uh, I want to talk about Liam Neeson. So apparently, and I'm trying not to yell because people are sleeping upstairs and uh, they can actually hear me throughout this house. I got a little bit of soundproofing in this room, but it's not enough because I'm loud. Anyway, so we're three minutes in. Fuck Liam Neeson. So Liam Neeson, okay, we all know Liam Neeson from uh, the Taken movies where he's always the same dude. And then he was in a couple other movies where he was that same guy. And then uh, he was in a movie that I actually liked. I forgot what it was called, but it was him and Patrick Swayze. And uh, Liam Neeson's character got killed by the mob. And uh, Patrick Swayze went to Avengers death. And in that movie, Liam Neeson was pretty much the same dude. He just didn't talk as much. And he was the one that had been taken. And uh, Patrick Swayze had to use a specific set of skills. (laughs) 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 Against the entire mob. Oh, it was called Next of Kin. That's what it was. Next of Kin. Don't go watch it because I don't want uh, Liam Neeson to get any any publicity. But I guess in in the in every movie Liam Neeson is in, he's essentially the same character. Even in Batman, he was he was the same dude. And I found out reading this article 
that Liam Neeson is always the same dude. Liam Neeson believes that he can avenge everybody with acts of violence. <laughs> okay. So let, let's get to the part where I actually agree with Liam Neeson. Okay. Liam Neeson found out that uh, one of his good friends was uh, sexually assaulted by, I think it said, uh, several black men. Okay. So um, the fact that these dudes are black, like, I, I don't give a shit. Like, if you, if you sexually assault someone, at that point, you have no race to me. You have no... There is nothing in your being except for the fact that you sexually assaulted someone. And I don't care what happens to your life. In fact, I'm okay if it ends. Because of, like, we, we've seen what happens when, when you sexually assault someone and, and how it affects them uh, long term. That, so that's where I, you know, I sympathize with Liam Neeson, you know, hearing that his, his good friend was assaulted. Um, it, it's going to uh, bring up a lot of emotions within you, especially being a male and having that protective mindset that we have. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's grown in us. You know, we're taught to be protective and to protect women. So that's where I agree with him. You know, you're going to want to get vengeance. But Liam Neeson decided that he was just going to go into rough black neighborhoods and pick fights with black dudes. Let me tell you something, Liam. I don't even know what to say to old Liam, the Liam Neeson. You stupid as shit, Okay. Because you would have gone into these uh, these neighborhoods with just specific set of skills that you think you inherited from playing this weird ass character or this overrated character on this movie. The the only reason these movies are so great is because they they evoke emotion and the camera moves around real fast when you're doing your slow ass punches like a fake ass Steven Seagal. Okay, you, you can't fight for real. I don't even know if this man has had uh, extensive martial arts training and everything. I've seen dudes that thought they could fight get smashed. <laughs> because one you with skills is not going to beat five, six dudes with no skills. I'm telling you that. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen dudes try it. You see it on the movies all the time, and it's always the same scene. You know, a couple dudes run up on you. Maybe we'll say three dudes run up on you. You punch one, then immediately turn, and then the next one is coming in for a punch. You counter that punch, and then the other one is doing a kick for some reason. Even though where I'm from, nobody throw kicks. You know why? Because if you try to kick somebody in some Tims, your Tim gonna fall off because nobody lets their Tims up. Okay, and only dudes from the Northeast know what I'm talking about. The only time you kick somebody is when they're on the ground. You stomp them. You don't have to worry about your shoe falling off in that situation. But nobody kicks. I remember one time I was in a fight. <laughs> I used to get in fights all the time when I was a kid because uh, people used to, you know, talk trash to me and then I'd talk back. And uh, I, I didn't know how to insult people without, like, making people, like, want to fight and then, like, I, I didn't have any jokes. It was just, like, real stuff. Like, I would really know your mom. And you'd be like, oh, your mom's so fat, da 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 And, like, well, I saw your mom uh, kissing the crackhead on 39th Street. And everybody knew that was true. So then I had to fight. Anyway, I was trying. I was about to. <laughs> I was fighting this dude. And everybody do, you know, the shoulder to shoulder. You put your shoulder 
on the other person's shoulder and they just walk in the circle like, go ahead, hit me first. Everybody, everybody's too afraid to hit first, you know? So, um, for several reasons. So we would do that. So I don't know what I was thinking. I was probably watching too many Steven Seagal movies and, uh, I like moved to my left, like his right shoulder was touching my right shoulder. I moved to my left and I threw my foot backwards and kicked the dude. I, I thought I hit him in the face, but my boy said I didn't hit him in the face. Like, I hit something, though. So I threw my foot backwards and leaned forward to my left and tried to kick the dude in the face with my heel. Everybody, everybody was like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> because that's not how you fight in the hood, I guess. Now, if I would have knocked him out, then I, nobody would have been able to tell me nothing. I would have been using that move all the time, but I did not. Okay, and and we it just ended in a tussle, and and somebody broke it up. I'm pretty sure he caught. I got. I caught two two cold ones to my ear. But yeah, that's kind of like when my little brother. You know, everybody knows I got brothers. I uh, one of my little brothers was in a real fight and tried to stone cold stunning some dude like in the middle of the fight, and I was making fun of him. And he was like, No, no, no. I hit the, uh, the the figure four leg lock on some dude in a real fight. <laughs> you gotta be a real low life loser, like my brother, my oldest younger brother. You gotta be a real low life loser to try to hit the four, figure four leg lock lock on the dude while you're in a fight, like. It's one thing to punch a dude while he's down. That's against my rules, unless it's like a real, real fight. You know what I'm saying? Like life or death. But like childhood fights, no, you don't punch a dude while he's down. It's even worse to kick a dude while he's down. So if you go to the extent of grabbing a dude's legs, turning your body, (laughs) but but people, I'm man, I'm so tired. People who don't understand the figure four leg lock, like if you grab, like a dude falls down, you grab his legs, turn your body and stick your legs between his legs and then like turn, like put his legs in like a four and try to make him submit you, you on some low down dirty (laughs) (laughs) shit. And my brothers, neither one of my brothers listen to this podcast. So I can say whatever I want because they dirty. So, <laughs> so back to Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson was rolling around hoods looking for black dudes to start fights with. Now, he did not know who, who hurt his friend. I didn't even read the whole article. I just read enough to make me upset (laughs) and drive me to make this post. Liam Neeson just went around looking for thugs to fight because he had an adrenaline rush. Now, if he would have gone to this hood, whatever hood he gone to, let's just say Philly, Chicago, New York, wherever, Atlanta, he go to this hood and he get washed. Then he want he gonna want to do a complaint. He gonna want to put a complaint in. He gonna want to uh, file charges against these young men who were just minding their business. You know these dudes now. Like he was probably 
he wasn't attacking dudes 30 and up. He was probably looking for dudes that were like, you know, he looking for the, the demographic of people that America likes to vilify and kill. So he was looking for dudes, you know, 15 to 24. These dudes ain't out here standing on corners no more. Like, what? what he? <laughs> dudes ain't standing on the corners in the white t-shirt selling drugs no more. If these dudes outside, they making dance videos. You know what I'm saying? They wearing leopard print pants and, and, and satin shoes and making dance videos because everybody's on YouTube. So, <laughs> these dudes, they trying to make their video and you roll up on them talking about... <laughs> I know what you did. And I have a specific set of skills. <laughs> Yo, get the fuck out of here looking like a cop. Yo, pointy nose bastard. Get out of here, Liam Neeson. Everybody knows who you are. That's another thing. You can't roll up on people... As an actor, every, all these little black kids done seen your movies. They've been practicing the moves at school on their teachers. <laughs> <laughs> and you just going to roll up on a bunch of black kids with an attitude about something that they have no idea about. And talk about you going <laughs> you gonna to beat them up. They know you. They look up to you. They're going to ask you for an autograph before they beat your ass. Liam Neeson, get the fuck out of here. Little Mark-ass, little bitch-ass old man. I can't believe him. And the thing that made me upset, he go, the, the, uh, the end of the interview said, uh, he said, I'm not racist. So you telling me, whatever reason there was, whatever reason there was, you picked a specific demographic that you thought met <laughs> met the description of people who perpetrated and, and, and hurt your friend. You picked that demographic to go look for and engage physically. Like a fucking racist, Liam Neeson. <laughs> you fucking bastard. You goddamn, it's like in the till over, all over again. You might as well have been wearing some goddamn sheets, you bastard. Rolling up into a black neighborhood. Yo, uh, so one of you hurt my friend. No, we didn't. We don't know you, Liam Neeson. Get the fuck out of here and make some more bad movies. Fucking taking on an airplane or some shit. Goddamn Ra's al Ghul. I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, yeah, if you sexually assault somebody, I hope Liam Neeson rips your eyeball out. But the rest of you guys who Liam Neeson is just rolling up on in the middle of the night, please fuck him up, okay? He needs to understand that that's not how you handle problems in America. He talking about, he, yeah, I grew up in, in Ireland. We were very spiritual, and we experienced a bunch of... Shut the fuck up, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And usually I don't cuss as much, but uh, <laughs> I'm tired. I am tired. I'm tired. But yeah, I'm going to try to keep this one short. Man, one of the dudes that listened to the podcast, he was like, man, this ain't no between paddles. It's 45 minutes. That's a whole episode. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you keep talking shit. I'm going to send Liam Neeson to beat half of you up. <laughs> and he knows why I said it like that. But yeah, um, that's all I got. I, I, right? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know why that's so funny to me. Liam Neeson is full of shit, man. But yeah, um, it should be a new Poor Paddle podcast. We're probably going to do one. Shit, maybe. What's today? Today, man, maybe we'll try to get a Poor Paddle out today. My wife mad at me, so. And I don't know why, so. You know, that's marriage, so. We, we may try to get one out. But yeah, man, have a good sandwich, man. I love y'all. Peace. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> Alright, Liam Neeson I'm, I'm going to try not to talk too much more about Liam Neeson um, Sorry if y'all hear this buzzing in the background I'm, uh, I got chicken pieces in an air fryer And I'm, uh, I'm making a grilled cheese chicken piece sandwich And I'm not using uh, milk cheese I'm not using cow cheese I'm using this fake cheese No soy either but yeah, um, <laughs> so apparently people still uh, bashing Terry Crews. And I said something about it on my Facebook. I said, throw throw Terry Crews away with Liam Neeson. But the reason we want to throw Terry Crews away, because he put this vague-ass statement up on Twitter, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I try not to get too much involved in what uh, uh, stars and celebrities say because who cares like shut up Terry ain't nobody ask you nothing you know what I'm saying like <laughs> everybody just trying to come out and, and give their two cents about something all the time and like that interview by Liam Neeson that wasn't even in America like uh, that was somewhere in London or something well, I don't know somewhere where it's okay to be racist like America so um but yeah <laughs> Terry Crews talk about uh Liam just had his fork in the road, or he was just had his fork in the road or something. Man, shut up, okay? Ain't no goddamn fork in the road. If you racist, you racist. And like I said, all right, look, this is my problem with Terry. Because Terry's been getting a lot of attention for what he says as opposed to what he does. Because before, we just liked Terry because he played a rapist. And in in the, the first time we ever seen Terry, he played a rapist, okay? And let's not confuse it for what it's not. Um, he played a rapist. He was in, uh, what was that, next Friday? Friday after next. And he was trying to rape uh, Money Mike. <laughs> so he was a rapist. He was a jail dude that decided to still uh, be on, you know, the stereotypical sexual patterns of a, uh, <laughs> of a jail dude, right? After he came out. So that's what he was. And then um, we saw him play, you know, a big goofy, uh, jumping around goofball. Um, that's what we saw him in uh, White Chicks, and we fell in love with him. But <laughs> lately, you know, after he came out and said, you know, with the whole Me Too movement and everybody, um, everybody admitting, excuse me, everybody admitting uh, what happened to them and, and and uh, calling for some action, Terry Crews came out and said, yes, some old white dude grabbed my nuts, okay? <laughs> and I'm not laughing. The only, okay, I am laughing. I'm not laughing at him. I'm, I'm laughing at the way I said it, and I'm laughing at the fact that, like, white dudes have had all our balls. <laughs> if you got black balls, white dudes have had your balls in a sense since you were born. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just serious. But no, um, yeah, he said a white dude grabbed my balls. 
and people were talking trash and a lot and people were giving him crap you know saying oh he was just trying to be part of something or oh terry cruz you so big why didn't you fight okay the reason it's important and I'm trying to give him, get this man his flowers before I cut the heads off his flowers. But the reason is important that he says something because he's saying like, even with me being a humongous dude with muscles and and all of that, I was still violated. It felt like I couldn't say anything. So if you look at like a small woman or a woman or a smaller person or, or anyone who feels like they're powerless, if I was able to be rendered powerless with me being this big, huge dude and I'm popular, imagine what someone smaller or less powerful or, or, or uh, more timid or considered weaker might feel. You got, you because you got people who, who, who hear about and see, um, you know, normal women saying, hey, I was hurt. And they're always like, well, you should have done something. You should have fought. And shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it's not as easy as, as it seems, when, you know, from from your purview. So Terry Crews coming out and saying that was a big help. But ever since, Terry Crews has just been talking. Okay? Just because you say one good thing don't mean that everything you say is good. Shut the fuck up, Terry. Terry, nobody was talking to you. It's kind of like when uh, <laughs> when um, uh, Dave Chappelle was talking about uh, Ja Rule and uh, Hurricane Katrina. I think it was Hurricane Katrina. They were like, let's see what Ja Rule had to say. He was like, I don't care what Ja Rule had to say. Shut the fuck up, Terry. You know, like, entertain us. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that every every entertainer, I don't want to be like the, uh, the chick that told the NBA players to shut up and dribble. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, let's put it like this. If LeBron James has something to say about basketball, I might listen. If Michael Beasley has something to say about basketball, I, I might not listen, but I might listen to him talk about weed, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like Terry Crews is an entertainer, and he's not. Just because he says something don't mean you have to d- agree with everything he says. Don't mean you have to disagree. But you gotta pick your words carefully. And sometimes coming to the uh, coming to the defense of your friends, and he keeps saying he wasn't defending them, but it's how it comes off. And then his responses weren't clarifying. His responses were uh, um, in opposition to what people were saying. They were just argumentative. Not argumentative. That's not the word. But he was just opposing what people were saying. He was just responding as opposed to just saying like, "Hey, this is what I'm trying to say." This is boom, 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 boom. He just kept saying, I'm not defending him and then opposing uh, Wale. And don't nobody care about what Wale has to say either. Wale is one of my favorite artists, especially from the DMV. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shut up, Florin. <laughs> shut up. But what he said had some merit. He said, uh, what? oh, shit. See, this is why I need to, uh, like, I don't know why people care about what I have to say, but I got a phone. So, yeah. So, he was saying, you know, like that idea that Liam Neeson had has cost a lot of black dudes their lives and taking the jokes out of it. If you think about like how, how I, I said it to one of my friends, my man, A.A. Ron, I said it to one of my friends, like there's a lot of people who want to hurt brown dudes, especially black dudes. You know what I'm saying? And that mentality of, oh, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to find me a black bastard to, to kill because, you know, nobody give a fuck when black people die. You know, don't nobody give a fuck when black dudes die. So you can go out there with a with a bullshit ass, oh, I found out my friend was raped by a black man, so I'm going to go pick fights with black men. And he, he said he was going to walk around and, and wait for somebody to come out of a pub. So now you're going to accost a drunk person. 
Get your fucking ass out of here, Liam Neeson. Yo, bastard. You know what I'm saying? Your special set of skills is not going to help you at all, motherfucker. Especially over here. But he was over there, okay? So, and I'm talking big shit. I can't fight. So I can still carry. <laughs> I wish Lily Neeson would try. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, shut the fuck up, Terry Crews. Anybody ask you nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, and that idea of... Uh, you know, you, you see dudes all the time are out here um, contesting black males that they see as a threat. And so now, like, because you're afraid of me, now I'm threatened. I ain't talking about me because I'm small. But people do. Man, I was walking. <laughs> so uh, I was at the hospital, right? And um, I was with my wife. And she was in there, you know, with the baby. You know, new baby. Bum, bum. So I walk to um, which which right and I'm coming back and I'm holding the largest sandwich which which has which is like an 18 foot long sandwich okay and I'm just a happy and it's nighttime too I'm just barely nighttime you know what I'm saying it turns dark early so it was dark and I'm walking with my sandwich and my drink and it was so cold out and you know I'm holding the drink with my hand you know my bare hand and it's freezing but I'm still happy because I got this big ass sandwich that I'm about to enjoy right? I'm about to enjoy this big ass sandwich that I paid for with my money, waited for them to make it. They made it custom. You know what I'm saying? I got, what did I get? Turkey sandwich with some avocado. Got some damn, you know, get that bacon shit out of here. I put some, uh, some, uh, egg on there. I had all kinds of stuff. Raw onions, of course. You know what I'm saying? That's how you're supposed to make a cold cut sandwich, even if it's warm. You know what I'm saying? A warm cut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's disgusting. But yeah, I'm, I'm holding my big ass custom made sandwich and I'm walking back to the hospital because I know that I can eat the hell out of this sandwich and I ain't got to steal my wife's uh, hospital food no more. So I'm walking back and this lady is, mind you, everything around there is a hospital. So a a lot of people that you encounter while you're walking around that area is going to be, you know, nurses and people who work in the hospital. So I'm walking, you know, and I had on my hood because it was cold outside and I had on a a hat because it was cold outside. So I'm walking, but you know, I got, I probably got a little grin on my face. But, you know, being a black male, whenever people approach you, you got to make your face seem less threatening. But you also got to make it seem like not too friendly because you don't want nobody to talk to you. So because sometimes white people, especially older white people, they'll they'll over engage you to try to prove how not racist they are. And and if this comes to any surprise to you, hit me up. We'll talk about it. But yeah, so I'm walking with my big ass sandwich in my frozen fucking hand. You know, I didn't even want to drink. You know, I was holding it for my wife. But yeah, so I'm walking. Boom, boom. And I see this white lady coming towards me and she she looks up. She was she had her head uh, forward and then she looked down away to to uh, to avoid eye contact and then cross the street and I look back you know as I, I passed her I'm like did she, did she cross the street because of me and then she she keeps crossing the, or she crossed the street and then just keeps going you know back behind me and uh then she crossed the street back to my side you know what I'm saying and my side wasn't even the side with because on, on, on the side that I was on she had to cross and she couldn't get back on the sidewalk because there was construction happening on the side. So she had to walk around construction and then she she turned uh, left around the corner. So I'm saying that to say it made no sense for her to cross over to the other side of the street once she saw me. There was space enough for her to walk too because when she cro- when when when, she, when her and I crossed paths, we were still on on sidewalk. So 
I, I know I kind of messed you up, but whatever. She, she, she crossed the street even though she didn't have to. And I'm walking, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm holding a sandwich. When the last time you heard of a person of any race accosting someone holding a sandwich? Like, if you ever get in a fight while you're holding a sandwich, most likely you didn't start it. There's, there's, there's no situation I can think of where you started the fight while you're holding a sandwich. And I want to be very specific. A sandwich, not a burger. If you're holding a burger, if you're holding a burger, like if I if I show up somewhere and, and somebody's like, yo, they got into a fight, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, who got in a fight? And you point to a dude with no burger and a dude with a burger, I'm like, okay, that dude with a burger could have started that fight. But if I show up somewhere and you point to a dude with no sandwich and a dude with a sandwich, I'm definitely saying that dude with no sandwich caused that fight because a dude is not going to take the time. A dude is not going to fight when he's holding a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Even, now it depends on what the burger is. If the burger has egg on it, then of course that other person um, caused that fight because that whoever's holding a burger that has egg, like an over medium or an over easy egg on it, understands the importance and in, 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 in the magnificence and magnanimous <laughs> of food. So he's not going to jeopardize that sandwich. He didn't start a fight. At that point, it's a sandwich, it's not a burger. But if you just got a regular-ass burger at the cookout, you know what I'm saying, or you got McDonald's or Burger King or some shit, you probably started that fight. Another thing, I'm walking with a sandwich from which witch? When have you ever heard of a dude, a thug, eating from a place with, like, two syllables? Like, you... That's not our preferred place to go. And I'm not saying I'm a thug. Black people is not our preferred place to go. Most of the time, places that are uh, that have that don't have just three syllables are overpriced or just not worth the money. The only time, the only exception to that, and I'm talking about fast food and, and quick food, not just fast food, but quick food. Because Subway is not technically fast food, but it's quick food. And people do people go to that but they'll all agree that it's not their favorite restaurant they only go because of convenience because they think that they're eating fresh even though they're not and those people don't fall into the category of thugs if you see a dude walking with a subway sandwich he's not going to accost you he might lie and say that you attacked him and with a maga hat on and tied a noose around his neck and pour bleach on him. i'm just saying i'm just saying hypothetically <laughs> a dude named might be uh jesse but yeah or jesse yeah, whatever, hypothetically. So I'm holding a sandwich from which witch? The only the only uh, uh the only time you that black people eat at a place that's not uh three syllables consistently is Chick-fil-A. Uh, never mind, it has three syllables. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and sometimes people will eat Wendy's, but that's usually because it's on your way home. Dudes ain't going out of out of their way to go to Wendy's unless it's my brother who just wanted a a, a bacon which <laughs> even though he's Muslim, figure that out. But yeah, usually black people go to what? Bojangles. And the only people, reason people go to Chick-fil-A is because the service is good. That food is overpriced. So they go to Chick-fil-A, Bojangles, um, what is it? McDonald's, Burger King, uh, what, what, what is it? White Castle. It's always something like that. The only, only offshoots you have are like Popeye's because it's cheap and gross. Or you KFC, because some people prefer KFC over Popeyes. And then if you go to uh, Louisiana, what is it? I forgot what it's called because I never ate it. But they got their own uh, restaurant that they, you know, people try to replace Popeyes with. It's up north, northern Louisiana. So people, so I'm saying all that to say, 
No thug is walking around holding a big-ass sandwich and is going to accost you, especially if he's holding a drink in the other hand and it's freezing cold. You know why? Because that person cared more about that drink than his cold, than his fingers, than his dexterity. You know what I'm saying? So why do you think that he's going to jeopardize that drink that he, that he, <laughs> that he sacrificed his fingers for? He's going to jeopardize that for you. He's not. Keep your ass on the correct side of the sidewalk and walk on. Fuck out of here. And that's that mentality because what if that was Liam Neeson that doesn't know dudes with a sandwich and a cold drink on a cold night ain't fucking with you? That's Liam Neeson. So I'm just holding my sandwich, minding my business. This dude don't want to move over on the sidewalk and now he attacks me because I'm a black dude and some one black dude out of so many black dudes in whatever fucking country he was in attacked his friend, allegedly. My life is at stake while I'm holding a fucking sandwich. So fuck Liam Neeson. Fuck Terry Crews, okay? Throw him away. (laughs) Peace.